Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. It's spring and the birds are out. They're chirping, making nests. The flowers are starting to bloom here in Connecticut. It smells wonderful. I love the fresh air. It's finally like warm with the sunshine and the rains are coming. And every time it hits this time of year, I get excited about opening the windows and clearing out the air, putting away my stuff and making my space really open and clear so that I can start rearranging, I guess, and building something new in my life. This is definitely the time of year that I get really motivated to start building things, creating things, getting out in the world and doing stuff, particularly after a long time of being stuck indoors. It's also the time of year that I like to look back and reflect. And I know that we do this on New Year's. Some of us do it in the autumn before Christmas or before Thanksgiving. And we think about all of the stuff in our life that we've accomplished and what we're going to create next. But when I look back in the spring, what I'm really looking at is how have I been feeling? Is there anything that I'm just tired of feeling that I'm ready to clear out in the same way that I would go through and like vacuum the crap out of my bedroom and make sure that the bathroom is clean and then put things away in my closet and maybe donate some stuff to charity. I start to think about, are there any emotions that I have or any just go-to feelings that I have on repeat that I'm kind of tired of, that I'm I don't want to wear anymore that I'd like to donate to charity or just chuck in the garbage and move on from. And this is such a wonderful time of year to do that. But I don't think we do it very much. I don't think we realize that it's an option. Have you ever thought that it's an option to just look through your mind and look through your body and scan for these crunchy feelings and actually let them go? Or have you just assumed that they're permanent For a long time in my life, I thought that all of my emotions were kind of permanent and that I was always going to have some subliminal rage, subliminal rage, that I would always have, you know, a deep sadness that's in there, that I would always have my hopefulness and my bubbliness. Like I know that that's in there too. And I've come to realize that while I have that full range of feelings, I don't have to keep replicating the ones that I don't enjoy as much. It's okay that they're there. It's okay that, you know, they're part of building a recipe of a full life. I think of it as having this refrigerator in my kitchen. And if I opened it up, there's all the ingredients for my life. And in an emotional refrigerator, there's you know, there's your happiness and there's your delight. There's sadness or shock or grief. There's anger, frustration. All of the emotions are in there. And the amounts that you have of them are going to be different from person to person. And the stuff that you use all the time, you might find is, you know, either taking up all your space 
or that you're depleting it, there's not enough of it for you, you could find that there's the emotional garbage, right? The stuff that you have and you use, but then you just put it half away and throw it in there and it starts growing mold or something disgusting in the back, or you forget that it's in a drawer and you open it up and you're horrified. What even is that? And emotions can feel like that. When you suddenly uncover something, you're like, oh my God, where did that come from? In the spring, when emotions come up and I feel, hmm, let's talk about it this way. Have you ever woken up from a dream and you have this weird sense of dread or fear and you're not really sure what it's even about? You're not sure where it came from because you can't really remember the dream, but you're deeply concerned that there's something going on in your life right now in this moment, or you wouldn't be feeling this way. And what are you going to do about it? And you have a variety of ways to handle it. (laughs) You get to decide, am I going to deal with this feeling and just feel it and let it go? Am I going to just completely shut it down and shove it to the back of the closet and be like, nope, we're not going there. It meant nothing. Don't worry about it. Or do you build it up into something that you know, it probably had nothing to do with. Do you make it really important when it isn't? And that's the kind of stuff that you can find when you start to scan through your feelings and be like, wow, does this come up every day? Do I like that? If it's coming up every day, is there a reason for it? Is there something that I've been ignoring? Is there something that I need to do to let this emotion go? And I find that it's easier to let things go right now in the spring. It's something about having the ability to walk outside, have the windows open that lets me feel something and almost offer it up, offer it to the sky, offer it to the season and be like, this, this isn't working for me anymore. I had this weird dream and sense of dread and I'm feeling a little bit nervous and I'm okay. I can be okay with that. Maybe being nervous is completely normal and natural. And what does that feel like in my body? And I begin to search into my feelings within myself. How does it feel right now in this moment? And when I can do that, I notice that it passes so fast. I almost can't describe it anymore because it'll start out. I'd be like, well, it's a little clenching feeling in my stomach. And it's like a little flip in my heart. And then I'm trying to follow it and just notice how it physically feels. And I can't get much beyond that because then it moves on. Then I'm like, oh, actually then I'm kind of relaxed and I feel like I'm dropping down into my hips and I can sit. And that moment has passed and that that dread or that worry is already gone. When I only think about it and give it a name of worry or fear, it actually amps me up and I, I gnaw on it for so much longer. So if I can just sit with it for a second and go, what even is this? I can decide if it needs any more consideration, if it had any wisdom to tell me, or if it was just, you know, something that I forgot to feel two days ago, three days ago, a month, a year ago, and now I got to finish it. And now I can say, oh, I finished it. I can throw it out now. It's done. And move on to something else. Going back to this analogy of having all of these ingredients in your life that make up your life, all of these feelings, they're all important. But when you have something that has become toxic, 
that's in there that you are afraid to even open it up and look at anymore, it's important to allow yourself to have your feelings about that too. I think when I notice that I, you know, still have feelings of anger about that, you know, paper in college that I, I did and I handed in and the teacher never got and they made me rewrite it like three times, but I had handed it in on time, you know, like injustice and that stuff comes up. It's easy to add more feelings of, you know, disgust and frustration with myself for even still being mad about this. <laughs> and there's no, it's not great. It doesn't feel great to add extra problems and on top of whatever I was already feeling. It just adds more things. And that's how I imagine an emotion of just injustice and frustration starting to grow into this cancerous blob of outrage. And it starts to create almost a belief around myself about what's going to happen if I apply effort or hand something in or present something. And I think that's the danger of not fully feeling the feeling as it comes up is that it can then morph into this larger than life thing that follows you for decades. Nobody wants that. We don't want that. So when I open up my closet and I see that emotion, I allow it to come in to my body a little bit and I can feel it in my arms and I feel my muscles tense up. And I'm like, well, what does my body want to do because of this? And is there a way that I can give it an outlet to actually express what it wants to do rather than just sitting on it and pretending that I'm powerless, which is how I felt, I guess, back then. So that there was nothing I could do. There's this authority figure. They've decided what they've decided about me and that's it. And I'm going to get a grade and a judgment based on nothing. Wah. What I want to do is punch something. I want to hit, I want to move my arms. So for me, the good outlet was like, I think I'm going to do push-ups. I think I'm going to, you know, violently clean my closet and move things around and use my arms and feel my body having use, having utility, being able to use all that energy and push it out. And at the end of all that, it just felt better. It felt so much better. And then I could do that for sadness. I could do it for pain. Just tiny bits, not the whole thing. But by doing that, it allows me to feel like I'm, I'm cleaning it out. I'm using, I'm consuming that emotion so that it's not just in there waiting for me and lurking all the time. It's showing me that I have an active input and ability to move through this unconscious clutter and that I can allow it to not frighten me into keeping the door closed all the time that I can allow myself to trust myself that I, I can, I can open that closet. I can open that fridge. I can notice something and I don't have to like it. I don't even have to like it, but I can, I can touch on that and I can experience it for a few moments and I can get the message just through my body. Like the, I don't even think when I say get the message that for me anyway, it doesn't need to be a deep, profound insight about my life. I used to think that like each emotion, each buried belief has something deeply profound to teach me about my life and karma and all this stuff. And that just made me feel so heavy and so helpless and hopeless. And like, God, I'm just not getting the message. 
when I started to equate it to like, well, my body has something to say about this. It's my body that's feeling these feelings. It's not just this weird abstract concept out there in the world, out there in my brain. And because it's in my body, because it keeps coming up and it's causing me like physical distress, I could let my body do something about it. Does my body want to cry? Does it need to have a shower? Do I need to have a hug? Should I just go outside and roll down a hill because that feels like a kind of relief in some way from this emotion and give myself permission to do it, to not just think about it, but to go do it. If I need to go out and hug a tree, I'll do it. If I need to just do push-ups or, you know, squish a pillow or, you know, scream or draw something really fast and angry to do that because it's the physicality of moving my hands, of feeling into my body, of giving it release that actually started to release these emotions. So now I look forward to spring. I look forward to opening up that fridge and seeing what I still have in there. And some things are just, man, like they're old friends. They come up all the time, but they're so much less intimidating than they were years ago when I hadn't opened the door yet, when I was too scared to like pull out the crisper and see what might be in there. And now I find it's just a more clear space most of the time that I've managed to face what I hide from myself more frequently, that there's less things that surprise the crap out of me or terrify me in there, and that I trust that I can get in there without without worrying that there's something wrong about me for having, you know, suppressed or forgotten feelings. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you if you have them. Like everybody has these emotions. And we absolutely can give ourselves a chance to let them out, to let them out, to let them have their say so that they can just move on. We can chuck it, chuck it into the garbage, consume whatever was there, let it nourish us. Sometimes it's so surprising to me, an old emotion of sadness or, you know, like when you really miss somebody that you've lost, sometimes I really miss my grandma. And it's amazing to me because, you know, I lost her when I was 14 that was such a long time ago. And there are still days sometimes where the memory of her comes up and the loss of her is felt really strongly. And I just cry still. And I'm 42 now. <laughs> and having, having that come through, you know, it doesn't shock me because loss is like that. Grief is like that. It comes up sometimes. Sometimes it's really comforting to just have a good cry about that. There's something that feels good about allowing that grief to move through my eyes in a strange way to feel actual tears. And then there's this tired relief after sadness or grief moves through you where you're like, wow, I've had that cry and I don't have tears anymore. And I feel blank, empty a little bit. And that in itself is a kind of relief too. In the same way that anger and frustration, when you're able to move really quickly and like do the push-ups or tackle something really physical and you sweat and you move and you like allow all of that energy to really move through. It's like, it's violent sometimes how much you want to push or get that energy out. And then you do, 
And just like the end of a big workout, right? There's this feeling of emptiness and of exhaustion, but that's so healthy. It's so healthy to do. And even with joy, like when you have so much joy, you don't even know what to do with it. You have to run around and jump and dance and sing. Like at the end of all of these emotions, as they move through, there is this kind of peace that moves through you. And it's different from the blankness of holding it all in or not acknowledging that it's there. That's the kind of thing where you wake up and you're like, yeah, I have no motivation. I don't know what to do. That doesn't feel the same as I did a lot of stuff and I moved a lot of energy and now I just feel calm and peaceful. Those two are very different. And I think I really enjoy this time of year, moving these things out, moving them through. And there's such an ability to move so many more energies, feelings, emotions, beliefs, ideas through and out of me at such a faster pace than I can at any other time of the year. I really look forward to it. And I would encourage anyone listening, if you have an emotion, something that's in there, that's rattling around in your brain that you're afraid to look at, to just not be afraid to open that door, see what it is. And instead of judging it and going, oh, it's too gross. I don't want to look at it or it's too scary or I don't want to feel this again to just go, what is it? that my body wants to do about this and let that be the question because there is so much freedom and liberation in letting your body's intelligence handle some of that stuff for you. And there's so much healing in it. So I wish for you a wonderful spring cleaning, a spring cleaning of the emotions, a spring cleaning of old crunchy beliefs of movement of energized beauty to allow that in, to allow that fresh air, to allow the movement. And may you really find yourself, you know, in sync with the season, feeling energized, feeling inspired and feeling clear, like more of yourself. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to chatting with you again next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.